2: Good afternoon and welcome back to the third hour of the Colleen and Bradley show. It's Tuesday, February 8th, just after two o'clock. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hello. And we Hello. have a very special guest that I know many of you have been waiting to hear from again. Colleen, who's joining in the show today?
1: Oh, I'm so excited. We have our friend. She's now a friend of the show. Shay, you can't get rid of us. Our friend Shay is on the line with us. Uh, hi, Shay. How are you?
0: Hey, good afternoon, guys. Long time no talk. Uh, yeah,
2: it's been a It has a been too long, especially for the listeners who are like, hey, we want to hear what else Shay had to say.
0: So let me, can I just
1: reset the table? Because uh, it, t- it takes a little bit of time to kind of get to know what all of this is about. So, last week, a show premiered called Adults Adopting Adults. Um, we were interested in it for another storyline that is going to show up in that show on A&E. It airs on Monday Nights. But what jumped out at us was this weird couple named uh, Danny and Christy who are adopting an adult by the name of Ileana, who is pregnant. And they were the most bizarre couple, specifically Danny. He he looked super creeper. So we started to talk about him on the show. And then we got, I got a ton of messages from our listeners who told me that our friend Shay, who I follow and I have followed for a long time on Twitter, but I somehow missed this. Shay, you own a, a luxury car service called Shay Car, and you had the opportunity to drive Danny for a lengthy drive and have a very lengthy conversation with him. And then we had you on last week, and our time got cut short. So now that the table is all set, and we all kind of <laughs> know that Danny's a real creeper, and you spent a bunch of time in a car with him, where we last left... You you have known. I mean, you've you've been acquainted with him for a while, but he was starting to tell you about this adoption,
0: right? Yeah, and he was really excited because he had just signed a contract to be on the show, and you know was uh, as people are <laughs> that like to right. be on TV, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> he yeah. was very excited. I'm sure you've
2: heard that one before.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Um. <laughs> so. That particular day, um, he was trying to buy her. Here's what I want to mention something really briefly. He told me she was yeah. from Greece, but on the show, they say she's from Austria. And right. I here's what I don't know. Is Danny just ignorant enough that he doesn't know his country? Or B, <laughs> did the show lie about the country of origin to protect her identity somewhat?
2: You know, it's interesting that you say that, Shay, because you mentioned Greece and I didn't, you know, I was like, I thought it was Austria or um, Germany or something. And I'm so glad that you said something because, uh, I mean, it it, it did seem, it it just seems like we don't know a lot about her. And I would not be surprised if the show was trying to, I don't know, change her identity for, like you said, her own security, maybe.
0: Yeah. And he had told me about how he's been in these adult adoption chat rooms and things for a long time. And I asked him, well, have you thought about adopting, you know, a son instead of <laughs> a daughter adult a daughter and oh. adult woman and, you know, male. And he was very much, no, 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 I I don't want um I don't want a son or whatever, or adult son. Um really wanted a grandchild too. And mm-hmm. But he was telling me about some of his interactions with people in these online chat rooms for adult adoption and how some of these, I mean, he even thought out, said, you know, some of these young people that are wanting to get adopted, um, and some, in some, by young, you know, they could be of age or maybe slightly underage, um, that, that they come from maybe places of hardship. And he even said that, you know, some of the young males, would say things to him like offer him sexual services in exchange for housing, um, would say, oh, I won't eat that much if you just, you know, adopt me. I, I promise I won't eat very much. And there seemed to be this sort of predatory element. And the mm-hmm. more I pressed him, the more it became very clear to me that he spends a lot of time in dark places on the internet doing interesting things. And I don't say interesting in the positive sense, I say in the Minnesota sense.
1: (laughs) Right, like like
0: interesting. uh Uh-huh. And this wasn't his first attempt at something like this. So, um, and it really, at the time that I drove him, which was June 15th of this last year, Um, He was actually trying, they were actually in the process of buying a plane ticket. Now, my truckers that I drive, these guys are like elite truckers. So the pension benefits, they have high status on the airlines. To give you an idea, a lot of my Texas truckers have concierge key on American, which is literally the highest status you can get on American. Like there are CEOs that don't have concierge key. It's invite only. Mm -hmm. Um, You get free upgrades to first class for anywhere you travel in the world and it's a lifetime thing i think and but it's it's brilliant that they give it to my truckers because they fly so much but it's brilliant to give it to the truckers because the truckers don't really leverage the benefits of concierge key because they don't leave the country except for to deliver loads to canada these guys don't travel to austria or greece or (laughs) any of these places you know so they don't really take advantage of free first class upgrades for life or whatever they get um, so he was using like points and miles to buy her a ticket and they've been sending her money and he was on the phone with Christy while he was in the car with me and they were talking about like, she's like, I think, you know, she might be scamming us, whatever. And he's like, no, she's not scamming us. But if we get her here sooner, if she's under our roof, it'll cost us less money. Um, we'll have more control over what she's spending her money on the that and the third. And he said something that really like stuck with me. He told me after he got off the phone with Christy, he said one of the things he really liked about his relationship with Ileana was that Ileana asked him for permission for everything she does. Gross. Yeah, and when she she was on the phone with Christy in the same conversation, she was expressing her concerns, which she expresses very clearly on the show. Mm -hmm. And as of now, like I have no evidence to suggest that Christy is at all culpable in, in all of this. I truly believe that Christy probably is a little bit possibly psychologically abused by Danny
2: oh. um, mm-hmm. over
0: a long period of time. That's what I kind of get. And I've never really felt like she has been a willing participant in all of this. And I even told him, I said, well, don't you think she has to be on board? And, and he, he told me, no, she doesn't. I'm going to do it anyway. And when he was oh. on the phone with her, he, at one point, cause she was, he goes, well, I'm not bringing her here to be my sex slave. So obviously she had concerns, right? <laughs> and, I mean, you don't just offer that up unless unless somebody has, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, and then he was trying to like, can still, even though he's right about to click buy on a plane ticket to bring her here, because they wanted her to get her before she had her baby. And and they thought it would cost them less (laughs) if she was here. And he was about to click buy, and his wife is still protesting on the phone. And I can hear it. I can hear all of it. He has it on speaker, so I can hear both sides of the conversation. And he says to his wife, well, it's almost like he's trying to sell it to her in the last hour. And says, well, she'll be locked in the basement, and she'll have to earn her keep. <gasps> oh, God. And that was what stopped me dead in my tracks. Oh, I'm God. like, this is human trafficking. This is sex trafficking. Oh, God.
2: Oh, God. Like,
0: this is, you know um and then if we fast forward i just watched the second episode that came out i watched it this morning mm-hmm. and
1: <laughs> you because, know what Shay, well, we're watching... gonna pause we're gonna oh, pause yeah. right there because i think i know exactly what you're gonna say i hope you're
2: gonna say what i think you're gonna say so
1: <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna bring you back after the break here
2: okay are, are you fine holding on through the break Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. If you just joined us, we're talking to Shay. Shay drove around one of the creepiest, uh, well, the, one of the people with the creepiest stories on adults adopting adults. And she's going to tell us more about her perception and her experience when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. Let's get right back to our conversation with Shay about oh that series on A&E adults adopting adults and her experience with one of the characters. Colleen, remind us where we left off.
1: Okay. So we were talking about Danny, who Shay, our friend who owns Shay car, a luxury uh, car service, and by the way, greatest follow on Twitter, at uh, Shay cab. So do that right now. Uh, go follow her. Um, but uh this interaction she had with Danny and Shay, you actually were about to answer a question I had for you, which is are you watching the show?
0: Well, I actually just watched the first two episodes on the okay. A&E app. So,
1: okay. So yeah. you're like just tiptoeing into the actual, like how the telling of the story that you kind of already knew because you were yeah. up close and personal. But you were about to point out the creepiest part of this second episode that Bradley and I both found also to be incredibly, incredibly unsettling, which was the touring the of the part property, where they right?
0: yeah, walking oh. through the property.
2: Tell us about what your reaction was.
0: Yeah, so as they're walking through the property and it's kind of run down and there's trailers and a big creepy sign about what, what did it say? something about cameras everywhere. Yeah, um, like you're on camera. You. This means yeah. cameras in use and she and Ileana asks, "Wait, there's cameras right now like kind of on me?" And they're like, "Yeah." And she was re- you could tell she was really uncomfortable. And he also mentioned um sidebar. He mentions his survivalist business which I didn't know about until I was talking to one of his colleagues and friends and neighbors. Um, apparently they were asking him, because I, I didn't know this, but he wanted to be on a TV show to get publicity, to promote his survivalist business. And his trucker friends were like, well, why don't you adopt a boy and teach him survival skills? And then that will promote your business. And I remember thinking like, you're barely even a good truck driver. How are you good at survival? And stuff? You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, and so, but that was such a chilling moment where you could tell she was super creeped out and they're basically telling her there's cameras on her at all times. And then I had a flashback to him telling his wife, she's going to be locked in the basement and, and she'll have to earn her keep. And, and then, you know, I didn't, know about the, the trailer until about maybe three, the trailer they have on the property that they were keeping her in. I didn't know about that trailer until probably three, four weeks before the show aired. I was talking to one of his his friends and he was telling me about how his wife wouldn't let Ileana stay in the house and they got this camper to put her in on the on the property. And then as the weather got colder, Ileana and the baby were really cold And a cousin up the road who has been very concerned about this whole situation um, invited Ileana to come stay with her. And once Ileana was no longer, like, captive, like, sort of reliant on Danny for food and shelter, once she was able to kind of, like, separate her needs from him, so to speak, um, she kind of started to, like, distance herself. And Danny got very angry and was like, if my needs aren't being met... Um, then you have to pay me back for all this money I've spent. And I'm like, dude, you adopted her. You are responsible for her needs. And why isn't she in the house if it's cold out in Ohio why is she in a camper, you know? <laughs> With, like, Nothing no generator, like, ever. not plugged in. No
2: yeah, keys. well, in, in a weird, twisted way, you kind of understand the logic, at least, that was presented on the show, that his wife is like, I don't want this, like, a young woman in my house Could because got- God only knows what happens in the dark of night. But at the same time, to your point, it's not normal to put, a, you know, a stranger, even though you're adopting this person, in a camper in your yard.
0: mm Yes. And then we've got we've got the element of supposedly cameras at all times, and then we've got this thing where he said to me, "She's going to be locked in the basement." Is she locked in the camper too? And y- you guys remember the scene from the first episode where he's creating the sign with Christy
2: to mm-hmm. greet her at the
0: airport? Oh yeah, to we can't sign, say it. where's my blowy? <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly, okay. exactly.
1: I mean, I cannot even. And he's jo-
2: he's laughing about it, and everyone's like, "Ew, ew, no." Well, here's
1: what's interesting when he... Oh, go ahead, so I'm sorry. No, no, you go ahead, because I want to hear what you have to say.
0: You have the real goods. (laughs) Well, when he was in the car, he kept saying to me about not being attracted to her yet. He kept using the word yet. So I said to him, I said, you keep saying the word yet. Are you leaving the door open in case you are in the future attracted to her? And he said, you know, he thanked me for calling him out. And he said, I was right. And and he said that he was interested in he's interested in polygamy in the truest sense of the word oh God. and that multiple women can fulfill all of your needs oh. but no one woman can. And that he's never been sexually attracted to his wife oh. but he loves her. And but then I found out from his friends that he apparently is unable to oh. perform, perform in that way. Oof. And so he gets like testosterone injections or something like that. Um, but I also got the sense that he pays for sex as well. So. There's lots of stuff going on there. And I feel really bad for his wife. Like his wife needs oh. to exit that situation immediately. I,
1: You know, <laughs> and I hope, I think that's what we're all pulling for, you know, because you see, okay, this is, and we are running out of time. And Shay, again, I could talk to you forever <laughs> and we're going to have to have you back. But, but the thing that is unsettling when you're watching, cause like, we don't know these people. You were in a car alone with him. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you're okay. It, but he has this disconnect from reality where he's always eager beaver about everything and he looks very excited and he is telling himself a story that everybody else is completely fine too meanwhile his wife is sitting in a car having a straight to camera interview where she is literally falling apart at the seams and that is juxtaposed with his eager like everything's great we're so excited this baby's coming I'm going to be a granddad and Christy is like losing it
2: Shay we gotta run But can we talk to you again uh, As this show continues
0: Absolutely we'll do a part three All right, (laughs) I love it Shay thank you
2: Thank you Shay now listener of the show And (laughs) dropper of some Truth bombs here on the Colleen and Bradley show We'll talk to her again When we come back we've got Well people behaving in weird ways We call them crazy stupid Idiots We'll be right back Dumb people doing dumb things. Oh, thank God. Otherwise, we wouldn't have this segment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the last half hour of your Tuesday program. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom.
1: Hello. Let's get right
2: to those crazy, stupid...
1: Idiots.
2: Well, then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot.
1: Colleen and Bradley present... C-S-I. It stands for Crazy Stupid
2: Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida
1: Florida. and sometimes other places. (laughs) Like where? Florida. Oh. Yes. Actually, Florida and Connecticut. Ooh. Yeah, I know. So we meet in this story a gentleman by the name of Charles Barnes. He is 64 years young, okay. and um, he has found himself in trouble with the long arm of the law. And it Breaking is a very mold. long arm. It is a long arm that extends from Florida to Connecticut. Why, you ask?
2: Why, I ask.
1: Because Mr. Barnes decided to um, vote Twice in two different states during the last election. What? Yes, Mr. Barnes, who lives um, both in the villages in oh, Florida, it's a and also... Good time. Mm-hmm, uh He has, that's where he has his winter home, uh, but he also has a home in Connecticut where he is from. Um, he decided to get an absentee ballot from one state, that would be Connecticut, And then vote in person in Florida. And guess what happened? He got caught. And when asked, why did you do that? Would you like to guess his answer?
2: Um, Because he forgot that he had voted uh, one place and couldn't Mm -hmm. remember?
1: No. mm -mm. Oh uh when asked why he voted twice mr barnes stated that quote he did so because he just wanted to vote twice and he wanted to see if he could vote twice and the answer to that question is you no, can't no. yeah
2: well, i'm curious do you maybe you don't know the answer do how did they find out that he voted okay twice? so that's
1: a really good question I, I wonder about um, that
2: like there's no national like tracking of that. So I'm curious. He must've said something to someone.
1: Uh, the investigation into him began late last year when Connecticut officials became aware of the multiple ballots that I don't know what that means. Yeah. Just that it's somebody in Can in Connecticut, Canada had nothing to do with it. Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. Connecticut was like, ah, looks like we've got a duplicate here uh and so they looked into um they looked into it and uh
2: maybe they're maybe, they sh- maybe states in- share voter rolls or something they and-
1: must especially if you have two, i would imagine it would be easier if you have two addresses hmm. they that i don't know they might get flagged yeah, or something makes sense. because especially if they've like especially if they've mailed your absentee ballot to a certain address in Florida, and then you used that address in Florida in order to vote. Yeah. Like something, yeah. I don't know, something musket get flagged. Anyway, uh, the ensuing probe included a November 2021 interview of Mr. Barnes by FBI agents who told the suspect that the agency, quote, received information that he voted in Connecticut and in Florida during the 2020 presidential election, to which he replied, it won't happen again.
2: Thanks.
0: Okay. Okay. I
1: promise
2: I won't do that again. I just wanted to know what would happen.
1: Yeah. By the way, he actually is the fourth resident of the villages to have been arrested for allegedly voting twice in the 2020 election.
2: Yeah, that's just a place I don't have any desire to go for a number of reasons
1: what the villages or to the ballot twice Okay,
2: (laughs) (laughs) to the ballot twice because it's illegal but to the villages because it's kind of you know i feel there's there's, a lot
1: of illegal stuff happening
2: yeah well and there's just a lot of stuff happening that i don't want to be a part of it's a rowdy bunch yeah like tooling around on a golf cart with a bunch of horny uh you know retirees is not my Mm -hmm. idea of a good time yet dot 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 yet Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'll be there there's still
1: time there's still time (laughs)
2: all right, that was in Florida, and now guess where and we're Connecticut. going. And Connecticut. Uh,
1: we are going to, um, we're going to Owatonna, No, Minnesota. we're
2: going back to Florida. We're going to stay oh, right there in the state that okay. looks like a wiener. Uh, and I want to take you to a high-rise apartment in Tampa, where mm. witnesses said, somebody pulled a fire alarm! Ah! Oh, no! So that happens from time to time, you know, kids pull pranks and pull fire mm-hmm. alarms, and Sometimes there's just like fire alarm drills, and like maybe I don't know, fire alarms just go off. You never know, right? But like it's kind of frustrating when the alarm goes off and you're in a building, and then you're like, is that real? Right. Do I smell smoke? Is my life in danger? Or do I just go downstairs and uh, hang out with everyone until we figured all this out? By the way, Never mind. Um, moving on. So <laughs> that happened in Tampa in this one building. And um things just didn't seem very normal. There was something a little wrong with this situation. So imagine alarm goes off and you're like, okay, fine. I'm going to be a good citizen and take my fanny downstairs and wait outside until the fire people show up. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so then you're like walking down the stairs and you're walking out. And then all of a sudden, Wah! Somebody pulls a fire hose on your fur. Well, excuse me, not a fire hose, a fire extinguisher on you. Mm. Ah! Oh, my God. Am I on fire? Why is somebody trying to put me out? And then you, like, clear the fire extinguisher goo from your eyes that has been sprayed all over you, and you see standing before you a naked man. What? What? This is all happening. This actually happened. So police were called to this high-rise apartment building after witnesses say a naked man pulled a fire alarm, and then sprayed the exiting people with a fire extinguisher. And I just have this picture of a like laughing, maniacal, naked man spraying people as they come running out of a building they think is on fire. Which is not funny, but there's something humorous about it.
1: Well, yeah, if it didn't really happen, and it was just an episode of... The Golden Girls, we'd think it was hilarious. Yeah, that would
2: have been an amazing episode of The Golden right. Girls. But right? um but that's actually what happened. You can see all these people hanging out of this apart outside of this apartment like I don't know, what the what just what happened? What the heck
1: just happened?
2: Well, luckily, uh the naked man was eventually caught primarily because before the police showed up, the people in the building started chasing the naked man around. <sighs> okay. Um, until Is
1: there Benny Hill music <laughs> bang, <for this? laughs>
2: Cue y- the yakety sax. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's a naked guy with a fire extinguisher. Oh my Whee! gosh. Whee! Well, the police show up and they took naked guy into custody. No word on why he was naked pulling fire alarms or then fire extinguishing people. But you got to feel like mm-hmm. there might have been some drugs involved.
1: There was something going on.
2: That's the sound of his pants falling down.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, all right. So just be grateful you're not in that building.
1: Where are we going next? I got great news for you. We are going to have a Florida hat trick, and it has been a minute since oh, we've had Oh, for sure.
2: Florida,
1: we are in that's Port St. Lucie. Woohoo. That's and this is a listener submission. I want to say thank you to Alyssa for alerting us to the weirdest story. This one involves 38-year-old Bradford Weitzel. He's uh, from Port St. Lucie. Um, And I'm just going to read basically what the Martin County Sheriff's Office wrote because I don't think I can actually regurgitate this to you in any way that makes better sense. Okay. Apparently, uh, Mr. Weitzel couldn't find his car after leaving the bar uh, early one morning, and so he stole one. Um, He stole this car in what he called a good faith effort to locate his own car. So are you with me so far? He stole a car to try to find his own car. Yep. He said somehow he ended up on the train tracks along Indian River Drive. And that's when he claims the vehicle he stole suddenly stopped dead on the tracks and a train was coming.
2: Oh, my God. It's like what are the odds in the like a possessed vehicle?
1: Right, it's so like, you're not he, going any further in this car. So what he did, because what anybody would do is get out of the car. A S to the A to the P. So he evacuated the vehicle and he ran, leaving the car on the tracks because obviously the car wasn't going to keep driving. Yeah. Within seconds, the train hit the car. This is all according to him, catapulting it into a nearby home, where the homeowners what were sound asleep.
2: Catapulting it into a home.
1: Yes, fortunately, nobody was injured. uh, Though the explosive sound of the driverless car smashing into the side of their home (laughs) clearly awoke them. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you might be thinking, "Well, what happened to Mister Weitzel?
2: What happened to Mister Weitzel?"
1: Thank you. He continued on to a nearby fruit stand. Where he proceeded to vandalize the business and try to steal a forklift. You did not see any of this coming.
2: The Energizer Bunny of Hot Messes.
1: Yes. Now, once he was done with that, he felt like it was best at that point to flag down responding deputies to let them know he was looking for his car.
2: Mm -hmm. So he was kind of clueless to this whole experience. He wasn't having the same experience that everyone else was having.
1: I would like to, I would like to, I have questions about whether or not maybe drugs were involved. I would like for you have you looked at this? Look at the car catapulted into the neighboring house. It's like
2: trashed. I mean, it's like shrapnel. Yeah. And that's
1: not even his car. So we don't know if he found his car. He has been arrested and charged with grand theft and criminal mischief. Oh
2: God, that's just never, that's nothing good. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Also, it's a really lucky thing that nobody died.
1: Got yes.
2: I mean, if you were just like out walking your dog. Right? <coughs> a car goes flying by. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. And that mm-hmm. was in Florida. Oh, my God. We did all three st- uh, stories yes. in Florida for the very first time. You're welcome, dear audience. Mm-hmm. And when we come back here on the Colina Bradley show, from crazy, stupid idiots to the game you love to play at this very time each and every day on the Colleen and Bradley show, we call it the throwback. Live. We'll do it when we come back, right here on My Talk one oh seven one.